Amid the continued fighting for control of Mosul in northern Iraq are members of the Yazidi religious sect, men, women and children who've survived enslavement by ISIS. The UN estimates 1,500 are still in captivity. It's been a grim time for them. Torture, women traded for sex, the UN talking of genocide. Some managed to flee. And a small number has reached a rural community of fellow Yazidis in Armenia, where Nicola Kelly found them greeted with mixed emotions. Sevak is not a man to be messed with. When I arrive at his dimly lit barn, the slight but ferocious village leader is barking orders at a group of 50 men, sheltering under their hoods from the storm that has just started raging. Begrudgingly, they each remove their hands from their pockets, lug tyres onto their backs and begin to slip-slide against the deluge towards the heath ahead. In the middle of the field, Sevak snarls, grabs the tyres and tosses them into a pile, dousing them with fuel and watching with delight as toxic flames burst skyward. The men begin chanting, fists in the air, celebrating the strength of the Yazidi people. The women of the village look on silently, using the sodden edges of their headscarves to mop raindrops from their eyes. Here in the Yazidi village of Arax in southern Armenia, age-old pagan traditions like this must be carried out with post-Soviet military precision, Sevak tells me, his eyes glinting, enlivened. And this year, the fire has taken on a new significance. This is for our brothers on Mount Sinjar, he explains gruffly, nudging each member of the group into an orderly line. Maybe they will see the flames far away in the distance and know that we are thinking of them. In a grand display of masculinity, he pauses and mutters words of encouragement to himself, fists clenched. A hush descends on the group. He fixes his gaze on the safe zone beyond the flames before taking a running leap, limbs flailing, followed by a somewhat clumsy landing, sliding through the mud the other side. The group erupt in laughter, slapping each other's backs. This is for the unity of the Yazidi people, he shouts, scowling at his eight sons beyond, arms folded. Sevak is one of 35,000 nomadic Yazidis who have recently been joined in Armenia by their brethren from across the border. When the so-called Islamic State began its assault on the Yazidis of Sinjar in northern Iraq, those who could fled. Most made their way to the refugee camps of Lebanon, Jordan and elsewhere. Lesser known are the handful of families who made the arduous journey to Armenia, seeking sanctuary among their fellow Yazidis in villages like Arax. But recovering in front of the fire back at Sevak's house, I'm struck by how swiftly his message of solidarity is pushed aside. Since the genocide on Mount Sinjar began, he says, his village has shouldered the burden, and that's a responsibility he's no longer willing to bear. From Sinjar to here in Arax, the streets are lined with blood, he says, tearing off the heel of a freshly baked loaf of bread and filling it with homemade sheep's cheese. Many of them have changed into Muslims. Now their way of life is very different to ours. We fear they will bring instability and terror to our homes. The next day I meet one of the new arrivals, Ara, 
as he returns home, staggering under the weight of twelve planks of wood strung together and slung over his back. We thought we would find peace here, but it's difficult, he says, slumping down on a plastic stool outside his house and removing his battered leather boots. Here they think we're too different, that we're not real Yazidis anymore. As he settles in his armchair, Ara wearily explains that his two sons have become dissatisfied cultivating the land in the fields nearby. He lives in fear that they will travel to Iraq to fight IS alongside their fellow Yazidis, as many from Armenia already have. Our Yazidi nationality is under threat again, he says. Genocide is a long and sad part of our history. Many young men of every generation believe they can fight it. I'm concerned that my sons will think the same. I ask him about his new life in Armenia, mentioning Sevak's fire leaping the previous day. It's not the place for us, he confides to me. All we can hope for is to avoid any disputes, to keep our heads down and to continue working. Only then will we feel that we have found our new home. Nicola Kelly